If you're having issues recruiting sales leadership and you want to understand how to systematically advance a sales rep into sales management in the right way without putting the wrong person in place, in this video, I'm going to show you exactly how to do that. Let's go. Hey guys, it's Ryan Holman, founder of Sales Recruiting University. We're a 40-person sales recruiting service and coaching company, helping companies recruit high volumes of commission-based sales reps. Right now, our 40-person company recruits over 1,000 commission-based sales reps per month and growing. And we help companies with things like onboarding, training, management, compensation plans, retention, culture, and so much more. And in these weekly videos, we bring unique content that's coming up within our coaching program. So today, we're talking about taking a sales rep and systematically putting them into a sales leadership position. One of the most difficult things to fill in a business, especially in the sales department arena, is sales management. But sales management is obviously one of the most important positions. And this is a really painful topic, especially for the small business. There's many examples, but let's pretend I'm a solo owner and I've been running my business for three years or whatever, right? And I have this product or service and this brand and I have this business, but I'm kind of the only salesperson. I have this big desire to build a commission-based sales team. But on the other side, it's like, man, that's a big responsibility. I already worked 40, 50, 60 plus hours per week running my business on top of selling. And it would just be really nice to find a sales leader that I can know can sell like me and then also take on the responsibilities of recruiting, interviewing, onboarding, training, management, retention, and all the stuff that comes along with building a good sales department and just let that sales leader independently grow the sales team without me, allowing me to focus on the whole A to Z business and managing that versus just being the sales manager. That's typically the way a smaller business would look at it. But the unfortunate thing is, is it's really difficult. 80 plus percent of the time when you take an outside sales leader and place them into a sales management role, it doesn't work out, at least from my personal experience. And again, we help commission-based sales organizations, right? So retention is a little bit different versus like salary or high salary plus commission type opportunities. And so there's more attrition in the type of organizations that we serve. But from my perspective, 80 plus percent of the time when a company wants to hire outside management to come in and to take on those leadership responsibilities, it fails. And then three to six months down the line, the owner has wasted three to six months of the growth of their business. So that's what typically happens. So from my standpoint, I think it's best to take a sales rep that's proven. And we're going to talk about what that looks like and transition them systematically into sales leadership. Again, hiring outside sales management more times than not, it fails from my perspective, about 80 plus percent. And even when it succeeds, the owner finds sometimes that that 20% sometimes doesn't align with the person that they want to work with. Let's pretend that you hired me and then I came into your organization and I was able to fulfill the sales leadership responsibilities, but our values were really misaligned and you didn't like working with me. That would be a really crappy thing. You want to like your leaders, really your whole team, but especially your management because you're working with them to build the business. So there's some risks in recruiting outside sales leadership. So here's what it looks like to actually take the sales rep and to transition them in the right way into sales management. And again, I say the right way. A lot of the times companies, because they're in so much pain to find a sales manager because they have so many things on their plate and they just want to delegate that responsibility, they'll actually transition a sales rep too quickly to realize that they were not the right fit. And then the whole team blows up and they have to restart. Just kind of like hiring an outside sales manager who was not a fit. So it's important that you take your time and do this the right way. So four steps. The first step is you have to see how somebody shows up for at least three months 
ideally if you can up to six months, right? If you've been recruiting historically, you have seen people come in and they're the best rep you've ever seen in three months and all of a sudden they drop off the wall, right? So the risk about just keeping it at three months is that you may have not really seen what they look like. Kind of like when you have a boyfriend or a girlfriend, you really don't know who they are until about six plus months down the line. But you can do three months. This is preference based. If six months, that's ideal, but that's just from my perspective. But my general point is, is you need to see the sales rep show up in a very specific way for a three to six month period before you start the transitioning into the leadership process. And here's what that looks like. They need to be a top 10, worst case, top 20% producer, right? They need to know how to sell what you offer to actually in the future, coach other reps how to sell that at a high level as well. A leader should be able to take a sales rep and coach them to be a better sales rep, resulting into that sales rep making more money and ensuring that rep is actually happy with their leader in the company. So at a foundational level, the rep needs to know how to sell very, very well. They've also in those first three to six months have not been flaky. They've shown up with a good attitude. Ideally, they're also really bought into what you guys offer to the marketplace. They love selling your product, your service. They love the mission, the long-term vision of the company. They really align with your values. And lastly, ideally they're showing up in a way with the team without the financial benefit and title of leadership and serving the company in a very unique way. You know, building relationships with reps, uh, giving tips to reps, helping you in team meetings. Organically, the person that they are is just impacting the company and other people within the business in a positive way. Now, if you've seen these kind of things um, come together in a three to six month period consistently, then that's a check mark that, hey, this person could potentially transition into leadership. So that's step one is like just seeing what they're like for those first three to six months. Step two is there's no title in leadership or no financial benefit, okay? So this part is important because although a person has sold successfully and showed up well in whatever way that you're you know, um, requiring, it doesn't mean that necessarily they're gonna be a great sales leader for your business. And so you kinda wanna test the waters and make sure that they actually want this position. Typically, most people from their perspective wanna be the manager, right? They think that sounds easier when in reality, it's more difficult. They think it's gonna be more money in most cases, it's not, especially in a commission-based sales opportunity, at least in the first three to six, 12 months as you're building up the team. And therefore, you gotta be really careful in the second step to make sure that you don't just give them everything under the sun in the sales leadership role. So step two, I call this, you know, kind of putting out a carrot, right? And so the carrot, just confirms that they're willing to put in this additional work without the financial benefit and title of leadership to prove to you that they actually want the job. If they're not willing to do this small step, then it's just a sign that, hey, they just wanna do their own thing and sell, and that's fine, but they're not fit to transition into the sales leadership position, which is ultimately our goal. And so this carrot can be whatever you want. It could be you know, recruiting one rep into the business that gets up to quota, right? So it's like, they've shown up for three to six months, you sit down with them, hey, I think you can potentially fill this position that we need in sales leadership. I want to give you a little bit of a, a carrot to make sure that you actually want the position. John or whoever the rep's name is, what I want you to accomplish is actually recruiting one person from your network into the business that gets up to quota. As soon as you get that, we're going to start the transitioning process into sales leadership. And again, this just tests them and make sure that they're willing to do the extra work outside of just producing and making commissions to show you that they actually want the sales leadership role. Okay, it's just a step. It's a screener into the position. If you put the sales rep that just sold well into the sales leadership position too quickly and they have these responsibilities that they end up failing at, 
But on top of that, they're getting a title and an additional compensation and you take that away. Well, that's a really good recipe to lose a good rep. That's why this middle step is very important. If they do step two, whatever that is for you, for our clients, a lot of the times it's recruiting one rep into the business that gets up the quota, then steps three and four are co-leadership and then the full-time sales position, right? So they've shown up and they produce for three to six months. Then you give them that step two, the carrot. During that carrot phase, they need to consistently show up and sell and produce just like they did before. As a side note, if they hit that, then the goal from there is to give them somewhat of a title and some type of small financial benefit, but not everything under the sun at that point. You could call this like co-management. Let's say I'm a solo owner and I'm scaling up my sales team and I have the responsibilities of sales leadership and I'm building up the team and I have this rep, John or whoever, and they're going through this process. They showed up well for three to six months and it's like, hey, check. You could potentially uh, play the leadership role. And uh, then they hit step two, which is the carrot. Maybe that's recruiting one person into the company that gets up to quota. And I'm like, hey, John, you hit the next step. So what I want to do now is start to introduce you to the team as a leader, not the full-time you know, face of the team kind of uh, sales manager, but I want to have you participate in a more unique way with me. The reason that you need to do co-management position first is it allows you to give them a smaller compensation, a lesser title with an additional carrot to get kind of the, the bigger boy or big girl role down the road. But also you can't transition that person into full-time leadership right away anyways. If you've built up a team of hypothetically four, six, 10 plus people, whatever the number is, then that team is comfortable with you as a leader. They like you, they trust you, and you just kind of stepping out of the scene and putting this other person that was just a rep before in place is a risky thing because that trust in that person is really not there yet. And so step one, produce and show up in the ways that I talked about earlier. Step two, accomplish the care without the financial benefit and title. If they accomplish that, then they're co-leader, right? They're supporting you or whoever the main leader is in uh, ways with the team. You introduce this person to the team as the, the co-manager. Hey, this person did X, Y, and Z over the last six to 12 months or three months or six months, whatever. And they have proved themselves to um, transition into leadership and they're going to be supporting me in X, Y, and Z way. So that person gets like a co-manager role. They get some type of financial benefit for that. It's, it's fairly small. And then there's some additional type of carrot or timeline around them supporting you in that way. Maybe it's 90 days or maybe it's a, an objective thing that they need to accomplish um, from there, whatever it is, right? Recruit three more people. And as soon as you do that and they get up to quota, you're going to be the full-time leader, whatever it is, but you're the face of the company, whoever the core leader was initially. You have this co-leader, which is good because now you have a support system. And after the current team builds trust with that person, and that person accomplished whatever they need to do from like an activity production or a timeline perspective to transition into the full-time sales leadership role, it's at that time that you actually do that. So step three is the co-leader and small financial benefit. And as soon as they hit that timeline or that benchmark, whatever it is, then you go, okay, this person's the full-time leader. The team trusts them now. They've gone through the three, six, nine month period of showing me that they're serious and that they can accomplish this position. Now they're the face of the team. They're the core sales leader. And me as the owner or whatever my title is, I'm gonna step back and be a support system for them and actually maybe be like their co-leader, if that makes sense. And that's kind of the process. Show up for three to six months, be a top level rep, care about the company, our mission, our values, love our product or service, support other people in the team, just show that you're not flaky, that you're a hard worker, do that for three to six months. Step two, some type of carrot without the financial uh, entitled benefit of leadership. Step three, if they do that is co-leadership, small financial uh, benefit, some type of title. And then a few months later, whatever the timeline or benchmark is, then they transition into the full-time leader. And what you've done over the six, nine, 12 month period, whatever the timeline is for you, is you've got to make sure that this person can execute at everything that you need to actually fulfill the sales manager role while also seeing that 
I love working with this person. They love what we do. They're all about our vision, our values. And once you get that person, it's all about retaining them. So hopefully this made sense. Hopefully you found it valuable. And if you like this video, make sure to like, subscribe, and share, and we'll see you in the next one. Thanks.